raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Call now with your question, 224-585-WSFI. That's 224-585-9734. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. I am your moderator for this episode, Bill Snyder, and joining me from my father's house in Moodis, Connecticut, is Father Bill McCarthy. Father McCarthy, thank you so much for joining me here today and all of our listeners today on WSFI's Healing the Whole Person. Thanks for being here. Thank God for you, Bill, and thank God for Joe McHugh, who's there with you. Yes, and uh, so we're going to just have uh, a little talk. What are you going to talk to us about today, Father? I'm going to talk about... The greatest gift that Jesus gave us is the gift of the Eucharist. It body, blood, soul, and divinity in the man. And talk about that. And Joe McHugh is the greatest uh, lay theologian on that. He's written so many books on that. We want to say, how important is the Eucharist? Uh, Jesus says, with all of the earnestness I possess, I say to you, unless you feed on the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have my life within you. But you feed somebody flesh and drink, but that has eternal life, now raise them up for the last day. But just as the Father who has life sent me, the person who feeds on me will have life. So the Eucharist is the greatest gift that God given us. Unfortunately, uh, for many, many non Catholics, they don't believe that. And for many people who are not Christian, they don't believe that. And yet, it is the greatest gift that God has given to us. In the sixth chapter of John Joplin, Jesus multiplies. Uh, for 5,000 men, not counting women, uh, bread and fish. The next day they come looking for him, and they said, Lord, give us that bread. And Jesus said, don't be looking for that bread. Look for the bread that came down from heaven. And they said, well, Moses gave us bread from heaven. And Jesus said, it wasn't Moses who gave you bread from heaven. That's from my father. And the bread that I will give is my own life, my own flesh to the life of the world. Thereupon, many of them said, how can, how can this man give us his own flesh to eat? Thereupon, Jesus said, once again, with all the earnestness I possess, I say to you, unless you feed on the flesh of the Son of Man and drink it, blood, you do not have my life in you. This is the food for the supernatural life. Just as the man in the desert apparently had all known vitamin, vitamin A and vitamin B and C and B plus, so this new has all the spirits of body, faith and hope and humility and kindness and sensitivity and caring and love, all these new spiritual bodies that we need. And yet I would encourage everybody who's listened to my voice think about how great a gift it is and how we can participate in that more and more. It's possible even to go to Mass daily. There are more Catholics who go to daily Mass today than ever before. Oh, they're not the majority. They're far from that. But there's... It's thousands and thousands of Catholics go to Mass every day and spend time in Eucharistic adoration. Now, when we go to Mass and we spend time in Eucharistic adoration, we open ourselves to three moves of the Spirit. The first move is called the prophetic flow of the Spirit. Now, that means simply meditating, simply praying there. God makes it sure that supernatural thoughts fill your mind. You begin to think loving thoughts, kind thoughts, peaceful thoughts, pure thoughts, his thoughts. But another flow, supernatural love, comes into your heart. This is agape love. 
that special, special God-given love that is a height. It comes from God. It's the gift of the Spirit, the greatest gift of the Spirit. It has the depth that loves the unlovable and forgives the unforgivable and reaches the unreachable. It has a breath that loves everyone, black, white, yellow, red, everyone, and has one that just keeps on loving. And so that great gift of the Spirit that has a height and depth and length of breath, that's the gift of the God we love. And God is love. That's a great insight that God, the God we worship, is love. Now, to say that God is love, as St. Thomas points out, positive in the Godhead, three termini, the Father, the Lover, the Son, the Beloved, and the Holy Spirit, the love that flows between the two. And what we are baptized into is into God, who is love. That we, our supernatural life, our life of God, is a life of love. That we are participators in divinity. That's what baptism did. You see, that God gave us Jesus, and he gave us the grace, first of all, of baptism. When we were baptized, we got a new reality. The very life of God himself. We call it Trinitarian presence. We call it grace. We call it the divine indwelling. We call it that which makes the temple of the Holy Spirit. But we have two natures, just like Jesus, that he was human and divine. Well, I have two natures. I'm human by birth and divine by adoption. I'm a child of God. I share the very life of God. And that's an amazing insight. Now, because I share the life of God, I have a new reality. I'm a Christian. I have this new life, this new birth into a supernatural life. But also, I have a new power to love. I can love and try to understand and think well of others and serve them. But also, I have a love that will be humble. I'm here to serve. Every time you receive the Eucharist, you receive the Jesus who said, this is my life for you. This is my blood for you. This is my body for you. You say, well, that's very interesting. Because most people do not think that way. Most people think, what's in it for me? What are you going to do for me? How much am I going to be paid? And that's the result of our endowment nature. But this supernatural food, first of all, it heals results of a sin. It restores it to what we would have been before the fall. But more than that, it elevates us to the very life of God. We now live a supernatural life, a life in God, a divine life, a life of divine indwelling. And the food for that supernatural life is the Eucharist. And that's why Jesus gave us the Mass. That's why Jesus gave us the Eucharist. His own body, blood, soul, and divinity. Now, there's a third flow of the Spirit. That's the power flow. That just when we're sitting there in Eucharistic adoration or to man, not only are our minds filled with insights that are of God, supernatural wisdom, but also our hearts filled with supernatural love. But we are empowered to go forth to lay down lives for others. We're empowered to heal to serve. Now, that's a tremendous, tremendous gift, the gift of the Ukraine. Now, there's no words to describe how important that is in the life of the saint. That no one that I know of has written more beautifully of this than Jill McHugh. That her books on the Eucharist are powerful. And she's showing that this is the very bread of life. This is the very life of God himself. If you're a husband or wife and you want to know a shortcut to be gaining more love for your spouse, Go to Mass more daily. If you're a student and want to know how to love your parents more and love your work more, go to Mass as often as you can. If you're a, a farmer 
or technician or CEO, you want to have more love, go to the mat. That's the fountain of living water. And yet, in our pride, in our blindness, most people don't see that. They say, I don't need to go to mass. Now, what's that going to do for me? What's going to do for you is going to make you a participant in God's own love. It's going to give you a very mindful of God's wisdom. He said, well, what's the difference? Well, let me tell you one thing that's different. In the Eucharist, you see the merciful love. Now, 95% of all Americans right now walk around with guilt and unforgiveness for at least one person, 95%. Now, what happens in the Eucharist, you're given a supernatural power to forgive. That before you go to Mass, you should go to confession. And three miracles take place right there. First, every bit of sin and guilt is washed clean through the blood of the Lamb. Secondly, all bitterness and hatred, you forgive it. You put them in God's hand. And thirdly, you're given the awesome power to forgive yourself. And so once you go to Mass quickly, you get to understand Jesus' word. How often must you forgive? Seven times, Peter said. No, no. Seventy times seven. Now, how many people listen to my voice believe that? I gotta forgive seventy times seven? Now that's gotta be God. Another thing that it gives you it gives you the ability to love God with your whole heart, your whole soul, your whole strength. How many people do you know that can say that they love God with their whole heart, their whole soul, their whole strength? You see, there are three things that everybody does all day long. Everybody. The greatest sinner, the greatest saint. They worship something. Now, there may be money, maybe maybe sports, it may be uh, drugs, but everybody worships something. We are by nature worshippers. And the God we worship will always be the God we spend most of our time in talent and treasure on. Everybody does that. Then maybe once again, sports, it may be drugs, maybe anything, or maybe God. And the God we worship and the God we spend time with and money on will always be the God we talk about, the God we disciple. Now, once you make the Eucharist center in your life, what's going to happen, you're going to spend a lot of time in Eucharistic adoration and meditate upon the Word of God, which is the first food from the first table in the Eucharist. The Word of God, it gives a different way of thinking. I'll be happy when I'm humble. I'll be happy when I'm pure of heart. I'll be happy when I'm a peacemaker. I'll be happy when I can think of others ahead of myself. It also gives you a new love. You're going to love being lovable. That person that you can't forgive, you're going to have the power to forgive them. You're going to understand them. You're going to pray for all the people who need love. You pray for the whole Democratic Party today that is a party of death. They honestly believe there's nothing wrong with killing 400 million babies. They're a party of choice. And they use that if, uh, if euphemism, that woman's reproductive right. You say, well, what hypocrisy that is. To kill your own child is not a woman's right, and certainly it's certainly not reproductive. In fact, people today say, you know, black lives matter, but not to the Democrats. Black lives don't matter at all. In fact, we have killed four, 47 million African-American babies. And you say, doesn't that matter? It doesn't matter at all. In fact, they want more. They want to appoint Supreme Court justices that were given the power to kill 1,000 African-American babies every month. You say, how blind that is in a country that holds the truth be self-evident that all men and all women, black, white, yellow, red, are endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights. First and foremost, the right to life. 
Now, to think like that, you need the Eucharist. You need meditation. You need to be the Word of God. To love like that, to love that poor person, to love that Jewish person who's locked down, or that Mexican who is exploiting, young, young girl on drugs, or young, some of the young kids in the slave trade, to love the lovable, that's the power that the Eucharist gives you. And so Mother Teresa, we just say to her sister, wants to spend three hours every day in Eucharistic adoration. They go out into the world and let the poor eat you up. And they come back and be filled again. That power, the power is the Eucharist. That's the power that Jesus gives us. So that's what he said. With all the earnestness I possess. Now when God says that, with all the earnestness I possess, this is the Son of God, which is himself saying that. With all the earnestness I possess, I say to you, unless you feed on the flesh of the Son of Man and drink it, but you do not have my life in you. Or you can have physical life and psychological life, but not real life. Not that life given to us above, the life of God himself. You don't have the mind of Christ without that. You don't have the heart of Christ. You don't have the power of Christ. When you receive the Eucharist, your mind is filled with supernatural wisdom. Not the wisdom of the world. Supernatural, God's way of thinking. To love even the poor person. To come down to save people. And to love every single person. You don't have the power to really reach out and to lay down your life for them. That in today's reading, we hear that we have to be able to give up what we have and give to others. You say, why should I give up? Why should I tithe? That people who don't go to Eucharist, they don't tithe. They say, wait, this is my money. And of course it's not. It's a gift of God. It meant for us to do the work of God with the money that he gives them, even to the point of tithing and even to helping the poor and the lonely. So we're going to take a break right now, and then I'm going to come back and I'll answer any questions and talk more about the Ukraine. Wonderful. Thank you, Father, so much for sharing with us today. Again, uh, for our listeners, you're listening to WSFI's Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Uh, we are not taking phone calls today, but if you would like to email your prayer request to us at prayers at WSFI Catholic Radio, uh, we'll be sure to get your prayers on a future episode of Healing the Whole Person. So thank you for listening, and we will take a short break here on WSFI Catholic Radio and return with more from Father Bill McCarthy. Listen at 7 o'clock p.m. every Tuesday to WSFI Spotlight, a half-hour conversation with outstanding Catholics from our community and around the world. WSFI Spotlight re-airs on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. or listen on demand anytime by subscribing to our podcast. Visit WSFIRadio.org for more information. It's WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Only on WSFI Catholic Radio, Tuesdays at 7 o'clock p.m.
Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. Hello, I'm Sister Marie Julie. I've been a Sister of Charity for 50 wonderful years. It's by the grace of God that I'm a sister. And I often listen to Catholic radio. And I, I feel that it feeds the hunger of the world. There are so many people who are longing for God, yearning for Him, don't realize where the emptiness comes from or where it's going. And Catholic radio can help to meet that need. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this episode of Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Today, our host is Father Bill McCarthy, and uh, joining us right now as well is Joan McHugh. Uh, and Joan has some prayer requests that we are going to uh, give to Father so that he can pray uh, with all of us. Um, Father, I have a, an email f- uh, from uh, someone who asked us to pray for Anna, who has terminal cancer and was given two months to live. Um, they asked that we pray for her conversion and salvation and for the Blessed Mother to guide and protect her in her final moments and for her husband and family. So for Anna, Father. Certainly, first of all, I just want to mention, pray for her conversion. And you are converted by baptism. You say, he who believes and is baptized shall be saved. So you're not converted simply by making a decision for Jesus. You're converted by being baptized into the one true church founded by Jesus. And only Jesus, as the God-man, could form a mystical body. That's why you cannot have a man-made church, theologically speaking that no man can take his spirit and put him into his following. Only Jesus can do that. So that's why we read in history, the one who founded the Catholic Church with Jesus, and he did it by encouraged us to be baptized. And Jesus had promised us that if we ask, he would come to our, our aid. And we don't know what the will of God is for Anna, but we do know that God loves her very, very much. We know that he's there, he's gonna answer every prayer concerning her. And of course, the ultimate healing is that we go into heaven where eye has not seen, nor ear has heard, nor has even entered the mind of man, the glories and happiness that God has prepared for us who love him. So dear Jesus, please heal Anna. Send forth his spirit within her. Convert her, bring her home to you within the one true holy Catholic Church. Give her the ability to receive the Eucharist frequently. The Eucharist, of course, is a healing sacrament. And Lord, let her reach out to other natural means. There are some nutrients, for example, um, to take care of juice twice a day, some nutrition tell us. There are natural means that God has prepared. 
But Lord, give her the grace to know all those means. And Lord, heal her. Heal her mind of any worry and fear, because you said do not worry. Heal her heart of any uh, kindness. Cleanse her heart and heal her body. You, who have the healer, could reach out right and touch her. That the man said, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. Lord, you can clean her of any touch of cancer. All of us, Joe McHugh, Bill, all of us at WSSI, we ask you, healer, in your precious name, today and forever. And I'll continue to remember Anna in my prayers in advance today. Thank you, Father. Thank you. We have someone also by the name of Terry. I don't know if it's a, a male or female, but they asked for prayers for their son to get into rehab for his drug addiction, and he, they asked for prayers for their marriage. Terry. Lord, we know how many young people are addicted. We know how many young people are addicted because they don't stay faithful to you. Lord, heal their son. Not only heal him of a drug, but given the real food he has served, the food of the Ukraine, let him be a daily communicant and fill him with that spirit. And so he recognizes him that first of all, he's got to admit that he cannot overcome this addiction by himself, but he can't eat Christ. The Christ would give him the power of his spirit to completely overcome this addiction by bringing in what he really needs, a personal intimate relationship with Jesus. The Lord heal their marriage. The great healing power of marriage is it once again, a couple that really love one another with the very love of Jesus. And the greatest proof of that is the Eucharist. The Lord, heal Terry, the son, heal their marriage, heal the marriage of all people listening to my voice. We ask you this in the name of Jesus, Savior and Lord, today and forever. Amen. Father, thank you. Now, I have in front of me a little red and white striped uh, book in which Angela... Uh, and Bill uh, of the WSFI, they went to the Lake County Fair in Grays Lake the last three days, and they took a lot of prayer requests down. So I'm going to ask you to pray over everybody who wrote their name in this book, but in spe specifically, there are a few people I'd like to mention by name. And one is Paul, who has cancer. He has asked for prayers. And there's another entry here. Um, for p please pray for Roger, who has emphysema and who is wheelchair bound. So, Paul and Roger, in specifically, but everybody in the red and white striped book, Father, if you'd pray for them. Lord, first of all, we thank you for Angela and Bill and for WSSI, for the good work they do. Lord, all the people who came to me in that red and white book, we ask you here and answer every single prayer. You said, if you ask, you will receive. You said, if you really want to know what I want to do, ask me. And God really is there waiting to be asked so he can descend with power and wisdom, healing every request to him. Healing souls so they turn to Christ, turn back to Christ. Heal those who are lukewarm. Heal those who need to change hate into love and fear into faith and hope. Lord, just heal them all. In order in a special way, we have to heal Paul, and we have to heal Roger. Lord, you are a gracious God, a wondrous God, a God of love. So through our prayers, through Joan's prayers, and Bill's prayers, and Angela's prayers, and Bill's prayers, we do ask you to heal all these people in that red and white book. Your precious and powerful name we pray today and forever. Amen and amen. Thank you, Father. Then would you keep inspiring us about the Eucharist? 
good. The Eucharist, of course, as you know, is the great sacrament. I mean, it's the body, blood, soul, and divinity of God himself. You see, you and I, children, we have two natures. We have a human, and by spiritualization, we have a divine nature. And the food, the supernatural food for that is the Eucharist. And that Eucharist gives the ability to think like Jesus, to put on the mind of Christ, to think loving and kind and sense of thought. But more than that, to give us the infilling of God's agape love, that special love that is the gift of the Spirit, so we can love the unlovable. That, well, Paul the Sister said, the genius of our Christian faith consists in the simplicity of knowing how to love. We must love the unlovable. We must love the poor, the imprisoned, and the sick. We must love the very love of God the Father, who so loved the world of art that he sent Jesus into the world just to teach us how to love. We must love with the love of Jesus, who said, and I, I be lifted up to draw all men and all women to myself. But also said, my bread, my food, I give you. And if you eat this bread and, and drink this blood, you will have my love flowing through your mind, your heart, and your vein. So we thank God for the Eucharist. And we thank you for writing so beautifully and so often and so powerfully those beautiful books on the Eucharist, John. Oh, Father, thank you. I appreciate that. Our bestseller, of course, is My Daily Eucharist, and that is um, Daily Reflections, which we continue to reprint over and over and over again. So everybody that buys it, they love the real presence. So that's very consoling to know that. And you have more than one volume of that, right? Well, no, we discontinued the second volume. I have to update some of the entry, on, entries, so there's only volume one for the moment. But then yeah, there... But I have, I have the, both the old ones. I know I you two. do. I know you <laughs> do. So thank you, Father, for mentioning those. And that great, big, beautiful book you have. Tell us about that, Jim. Oh, Eucharist, God Among Us. It's the story of the Eucharist in salvation history. Um, as prefigured in the Old Testament, as celebrated in the New Testament, and as um, as, as as celebrated in the New te- as uh, as revealed in the New Testament, and as celebrated in the sacrament. So, it's the Old Testament, the New Testament, and the sacrament. With and the greatest thing about that book is um, the pictures, the photos, the artwork. Um, it took almost three years to write the book, and every piece of artwork is uh, has an opposite essay explaining that point about the Eucharist in in salvation history. It's the research was was very deep and laborious, but well worth it um, because it brings it right close to us. The the reality and truth that was prefigured way back when. And then, of course, Jesus taught us in the New Testament, and then today we live the Eucharist in our sacrament. So it's a total book on the Eucharist. It's it's quite beautiful, Father. Thank you for it. It's amazing. I know because <laughs> I helped you a little bit with it. I know you George, did. Of course, had, had given a great endorsement of that. Yes. That's the finest book I've seen. I encourage all the listeners to to write in and try to get a copy of that book, Joan. Well, they I could. Thank you for that. Thank you, Father, for mentioning. They could go to catholicword.org, and they sell my books. So, uh, Catholic Word, um, and you can find it there. Go online. I'm just amazed at the way the Holy Spirit works, that the Holy Spirit told me to talk about the Eucharist today, and and who's right there? The greatest (laughs) Catholic believer on the Eucharist, Joe McHugh. 
No. This is amazing. I mean, you always say that, and I'm very uh, humbled by that, but I think you are the greatest spokesperson on the Eucharist because you you speak about it, uh, the truth of it. You speak slowly and clearly what Jesus said and what he meant. There's no getting away from the truth of it when you speak about it. And I just, I drank in every word you said, and it's it's just wonderful. I pray that everybody listening can really open their hearts to love and believe in Jesus truly present in his Eucharistic self, his real self. And Father, we have just a few uh, seconds left here, actually about 30 seconds left. So if you could give us your priestly blessing, that would be wonderful. I certainly will. And also, I want to mention, I've written a book, The Eucharist at the Center of John Paul's Pastoral Plan. He gave nine consecutive talks in the Eucharist, year 2000. Heavenly Father, we ask you to bless all the people that have been in closer to you through the power of your spirit and stretching to the Eucharist, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. Bless all of them and fill them and feed them with supernatural wisdom, love, and power to send them forth to think and love and act like Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you, Father. You have been listening to Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455 or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease.